Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. The thermometer in the studio says 81 degrees, but I am just drenched. I don't know if the temperature's come down since I came in, but it's a hottie out there. We've got a hottie on the line as well. Nicole Bennett, not Emmett, joins us with uh, Millennial Match Game. How are you, Nicole? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Good to have you again. We miss you, uh, Nicole, from the Digital Desk, working remotely during the uh, whole COVID thing. We'll talk about COVID uh, coming up on the show. Johnny Kilbasa will join us with a fast interview, and and we might talk to Richard Elliott, who uh, got a one-on-one interview for Channel 2 with the president today. But let's kick things off with my favorite game of all time there, Longoria. Let's play Millennial Match Game. Uh, Nicole Bennett uh, from the Digital Desk. She is a member of the Power Pod, the the rising podcast slash radio show show slash uh, juggernaut. <laughs> My, the power pod might be responsible for this Twitter hack. It could have been Yamamoto. Possibly. Yeah, that yes. hacked into Netanyahu's Twitter account. Uh, anything else we want to <laughs> know about you, Nicole? Anything else about me? Uh, graduated from UGA. Um, trying to think. That's about as interesting as it gets That's good. on this end. That's good. Her husband's <laughs> name said is, it all. Her husband's name is Malcolm. He's a swell fella. Uh, let's meet the contestants <laughs> on the phone. Will is in Marietta. Will, you're the first contestant on Millennial Match Game tonight. Tell the uh, folks at home a little bit about yourself, buddy. Well, uh, Mark, I'm uh, born and raised in Savannah, Georgia, and uh, I am not a millennial. Oh, uh, how old are you? I'm in my 40s. All right, me too. Welcome aboard, buddy. It's not that bad, right? Forties aren't that no. bad. Nicole, no, Nicole is freaking about out about like turning 22 next month, and she's like, "Ah," <laughs> but you know, it's fine, Nicole. You'll be fine. Uh, all right, Will is going to be playing uh, Matthew. Matthew, welcome to the show. Tell the folks a little bit about yourself. Good afternoon. Uh, so I'm also in my uh, 40s. And I work for the Department of Defense here oh, in Atlanta. The DOD. And, uh, yeah, and uh, going into my 23rd year doing that. Excellent. So. I hope you're using a fake name, Matthew, because I don't want the DOD down Longoria's case for uh, for a variety of things. Um, all right, here's the deal. Millennial Match Game brought to you, as always, by Rocco's European Garage. Today's category are 80s songs. So I'm going to play an 80s song. Is that the, the, the way this works, Deborah? Yeah, you're going to play a song, and you're okay. going to ask Nicole if she knows either one, the song or, or the, the artist. artist. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to play a song, and then you guys have to guess whether or not the millennial will know. So, for example, I'm going to play this song. This one doesn't count. What do you think, Will? Will uh, the millennial know the artist or song? It's either it's one or the other. Well, yeah, she, we're going to give her credit for either. She either knows the song or okay. doesn't. I think so. I think All right, she knows. Nicole, what's what song is that, or what artist is that? That is 1999 by Prince. She knew both of them, so good. All right, so that it's I that did. easy, guys. Again, Will and Matthew, you don't need to know the answer. You just have to guess whether or not millennial Nicole will know the answer. All right, this one counts for real, Will. Uh, will millennial Nicole? Know who sings this song or the title of this song? Very catchy tune, for sure. 
Will she know, though? What do you think? I would say no. You say no. Millennial. Uh, Randy almost called you. Millennial Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, who sings that song, or what's the name of it? It's Addicted to Love. Yes. Is it Robert Palmer? Yes, on both of them. Yeah. All right. No point for Will. Yay. When in doubt, uh, the millennial doesn't know, but... Uh, Nicole's a different type of millennial. She might know some of these, <laughs> especially since I allowed her to pick her category. I couldn't decide, Deborah. Deborah sends me three categories, and I couldn't decide because they were all good. So I gave Nicole the option of picking the category. So she, she probably scoured our music database ahead of time. She picked 80 songs. All right, Matthew, here you go. <laughs> no. Will uh, millennial Nicole know who sings this song? Bonuses, I get to sing along on this one. How will I know, Matthew? Will Nicole know, though? Who sings that song? I believe she will. I'm no music expert, and I know that. Yeah, me too. I'm not a music expert, but I know who sings this. Nicole, who sings this song? Whitney Houston. That is Whitney Houston. You are correct. Good job. All right, here we go, Will. You need this one to stay in the game. I mean, you're still in the game. It'll be fine. But uh, will Nicole Bennett from the Digital Desk, the Millennial, know who sings this famous 80s song? That's some serious guitar playing right there. This guy was a badass guard guitar player. What do you think, Will? Will Millennial Nicole know who sings this song? I'm going to go with the odds and say no. You say no. Nicole, who sings that song? I am totally blanking on who. I know it's I Love Rock and Roll. Yeah, we'll give you credit for that. We'll give you credit for that. You got the song title, Joan Jett. Joan Jett. I th tried to throw you off by saying this dude rocks. Uh, but you were not thrown <laughs> off. You got the thing. All right, end of round one, a millennial match game, Deborah Green. What's the score? Will's got a big O zero. Matthew with one. All right, one nothing. It's a nail biter. Round two continues on the Mark Aram Show, brought to you as always by Rocco's European Garage, '80s Songs Edition. I believe uh, Nicole and uh, Bennett is three for three so far. Right? You've you've known all three, so good job, Nicole. All right, here we go, Thank Matthew. You. Will Nicole the millennial know who sings this famous '80s song? All right, what do you think, buddy? Uh, I'm going to go with no. All right, no no faith in Nicole. Nicole, who sings that famous 80s song? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I have no idea. Public Enemy? Oh, I'm my God, yes. going to totally guess. You got it. You got it right. Oh, wow. Good Yay. job. Did not think you'd get that Thank one. You. All right. Uh, apparently, we're doing, uh, well, I'm going to play the song first. I wouldn't exactly call this a famous 80s song, this next one, Deborah, but we'll see. They are all top 10 charting oh, hits. Oh, really? Yes. All right. I don't think this one reached Connecticut. Well, maybe if I hear it, I'll know. Uh, here we go, Will. Will uh, Millennial Nicole know this quote, in quotes, Famous 80s song. For the record, this is the first time in my 46 years I've ever heard that song. I have never heard that song <laughs> really? before. Never. That is a huge song. Oh Not in Northwest Connecticut. I have never heard that song. All right, that doesn't matter if I know it. Uh, will Will Nicole Bennett, the millennial, know that? 
I'm gonna go with no again. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. You'd be you'd surprise me if you knew this one, Nicole. Who sings that song? I got nothing. The Eagles? I have no idea. Good guess. Good guess. No, <laughs> yeah. it was Ronnie Millsap. Ronnie Millsap, who I've heard of. He was blind, right? He just wore dark glasses. Oh, was there is was there a Millsap <laughs> yeah. that was blind? You're thinking of someone else. But really? Yeah. Because Cam Herb, rest in peace, used to call Chris Lucas. Uh, who ran the camera up in the chopper? He used to call him Millsap when he couldn't find a crash. He had really bad eyesight, but he wasn't blind. wasn't officially yeah. blind. All right, so uh, yes, you get the point. We'll get the point. All right, and it's Matthews now. Matthews up. Uh, millennial match game. Will Millennial Nicole know who sings this famous '80s song? I got that one wrong. I think you can hear this on B98 some day, some mornings. Uh, what do you think? Will Millennial Nicole know who sings that song? Yes, sir. I believe so. All right, Nicole, a lot of pressure here. Who sings that song? Is it Phil Collins? We're going to give it to her. It's Genesis, and that, but that is Phil Collins. Oh. That is Phil Collins singing, so we'll give you credit for that. Good job. Uh, all right, uh, next up is Will. Will, will uh, Millennial Nicole know who sings this famous 80s song? Now this song I grew up with. I know this song. What do you think? Will Nicole the Millennial know who sings that song? She has an impressive knowledge of 80s music, so I'm saying yes. Yeah, I think so too. I want the artist, not the uh, title of the song on this one, Nicole. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold you down a little bit on this one. Give me the art. Who sings this song? That is Lionel Richie. That is right, the legend. That is Lionel <laughs> Richie. Good job. I need a scoreboard update, Deborah Green. We're tied up at 2-2, and it's Matthew's turn. All right, Matthew, for the lead, will Millennial Nicole know who sings this famous 80s song? <laughs> There's some great songs in the 80s. I'm not going to lie. I might be biased, but there's some great songs. What do you think? Will uh, Millennial Nicole know who sings that famous 80s song? Uh, sure. It's a Let's tough one. Yeah, I don't know. I can go either way on this one. Nicole, who sang that song? Oh, gosh. You want to hear a little Is more it of it? Clash? I'm going to let you hear a little more of it. A little more okay. of it. Okay. It's not the clash, I'll tell you that, but it does begin with a C. The cars? That is right, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. With my assistance, you get it. All right, yes. Will, you need this one to stay in the game. Will Millennial Nicole knows who sings this famous 80s song? one what do you think i think she'll know it yeah it's a very generic 80s female voice right there it's sure. tough it's not very distinctive what do you think nicole oh gosh it's not yes that's not yes yes cameo isn't it no is it not what did you say <laughs> i said cameo no Maybe i don't know no. Cameo is a service where you can get Longoria to say happy birthday yeah. to your wife for $7. <laughs> uh, no, that was Sheila E. Sheila E. Oh, 
That's a tough one, though. Okay. I mean, that's. let me hear a little bit more of that, Longoria. That's a pretty generic 80s song. I mean, it's good. She did play the Kiss throwback concert, concert a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah. There you go. All right, final score of Millennial Match Game, Deborah Green. Two, two. No, two. Matthew had three. Will Matthew two. wins. Unfortunately, because of the Rona, we have no prizes, Matthew, but... Uh, you can you can take that home and and tell your folks at the DOD that you won Millennial Match Game, buddy. <laughs> Thanks. All right, Will and Marietta, you did a great job as well, buddy. Uh, usually, when in doubt, the Millennial doesn't know, but Nicole Bennett knows all. We'll talk to you soon, <laughs> Nicole. Uh, the the Power Pod. Tell the folks when they can listen. Power Pod every Sunday, nine to eleven a.m. on WGAU, our sister station in Athens. That's and that's it. all I got. That's all right. It. <laughs> we miss you, Nicole. Have a good night. Thanks for playing. I miss you guys. We'll Thank be, you. We'll be right back. This is the Mark Aram Show. Uh, nine on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. The, uh, let's go to the phone. No, the phones are locked. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. So in the commercial break, I just tried to do a uh, baseball card opening video on Twitter. You know I do those, Longoria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I did it on Periscope. And uh, it went out on Periscope, but it didn't go out on Twitter. I think Twitter's in lockdown right now because of this. Yeah, I think they said it might be down for a little while until th- they fix it all. This also. hacking thing. So basically, someone, from what I'm reading, someone got a uh, the account of someone that works at Twitter and the behind the scenes and was able to access anyone's account they wanted. And they put out this Bitcoin scam where they would, you know, like Bill Gates posted, hey, I'll give you $2,000, hit this link. And the, the person, apparently you have to have Bitcoin to get it. I don't know. But the person that run this ran the scam made like fifty thousand dollars off of people in like oh, the first three nice. minutes because people well, were like, nice. "Oh, I've got Bitcoin." <laughs> Bill Gates, yeah, give me two thousand dollars, and they gave their Bitcoin address, and the guy like psh, took their money, their Bitcoin, I guess. <sighs> I don't know. Do you have Bitcoin? I do not. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't even Green, understand do it. No, I'm not touching that world. It was really big in the poker community, especially during online poker when it was like illegal. Well, it's still illegal, but like to transfer money, like poker players had. Used the Bitcoin, and I had a buddy who had a thousand dollars of Bitcoin in like 2007 or whenever it first started, and just forgot about it and like just had it in his account. And at the peak of Bitcoin, that thousand dollars was worth like three hundred thousand dollars. Dang. Yeah, he cashed it out. Yeah. Smart man. Uh, when we come back, business feuds. That's what I'm going to tell you, Longoria. Business feuds. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. Hey, this is Ray Liotta, and you're listening to the Mar- Mar- uh, lot of breaking news here on uh, 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News Talk. Good job, Chris Chandler. Twitter uh, accounts locked down because of a hack. We got a severe thunderstorm warning in Fayette and Spalding County till 715. The governor issuing things. And oh, yeah, on page 19 of the uh, Mark Aram Show post, the president was in town today. Interviewing the man that got to interview the man. So I'm two degrees of separation from President Trump right now. Our buddy Richard Elliott from Channel 2 Action News joins us. Richard, how are you, sir? How are you doing? Excellent. So another one-on-one with the Prez. You're like the go-to guy when he comes to town to get these exclusives. Uh, What did you learn from uh, POTUS today when you talked to him? Well, he was in town specifically to talk about uh, streamlining some federal regulations as it relates to big infrastructure projects. So here in Georgia, they got this proposed uh, project uh, that would create commercial truck lanes, kind of like the HOT lane, uh, that would run between Macon and McDonough. Uh, They're still in the early phases. They've got to go through environmental reviews, and those can take, they say, for highway projects up to seven years. So 
they want to find a way to cut that down. But obviously, the big story is coronavirus, so we were able to talk with them uh, a lot about that, too. And most specifically, uh, Georgia's response to the coronavirus. So you brought that up with the president. What did he have to say? Well, before, before that, let me tell you that um, we actually had to do, my photographer and I had to do, the, had to pass a rapid COVID-19 test early this morning, about 8.30 this morning. We had to get the test, waited 15 minutes, and had to pass it before we could talk to the president. Uh, and even then, we had to stand back about six feet when we finally got to speak with him. Uh, he, if you remember, he originally had some hesitation over Governor Kemp's early reopening plan. Uh, he has since backtracked from that, and he actually praised Georgia's reopening plan um, and uh, promised that the federal government would continue to help Georgia, uh, particularly Georgia's asking for more funding for the National Guard to continue testing and cleaning operations of uh, nursing homes and other uh, senior care centers. Uh, and also more PPEs and things like that. Richard Elliott from Channel 2 Action News joining us on the Mark Aram Show. Talk to President Trump. Was this before or after his uh, his speech today down at UPS, Richard? It, it was directly after. We thought we might be able to talk to him beforehand, but he was running a little bit late, so we went into the UPS facility, and he came out just afterwards. For those of us that missed it, he gave this basically this transportation speech. Who, who was the audience? Who was there, and, and where was the speech given? Uh, it was given at the UPS facility uh, at Hartsfield-Jackson Atlanta International Airport. What's kind of funny is Air Force One landed. Uh, when Air Force One comes to Metro Atlanta, they, they land in one of two places, either Hartsfield-Jackson or up at Dobbin. So there's a traditional place where uh, Air Force One pulls up. Uh, the UPS facility, and I have a friend who's on the Atlanta Police Department, so they measured this. It's 943 meters from uh, where Air Force One was parked. So he had to get <laughs> in, still president, he had to get into the motorcade and the beast, the big limousine, and drive 943 meters <laughs> in order to safely get to the UPS. Well, it was hot today. I don't blame him. I would have driven 943 meters as well. <laughs> uh, so uh, who was in the audience, Richard? I know there was uh, a lot of Georgia politicians were down there for sure. There were. I saw a lot of uh, familiar faces from the legislature, a lot of state senators and uh, state lawmakers, people from the Public Service Commission, um, and just some local business leaders, too. Uh, I, I believe I saw the uh, uh, CEO of UPS was there. In fact, uh, he showed up. I went through security and had to do my security sweep, and you know they wand you down before you go through. My photographer was behind me, but then the UPS CEO and some of his people were there, and so everyone said, uh, my photographer, wait. So I had to wait about 15 minutes before I could get reunited to my photographer. Without a photographer, I can't have television. Well, you better shout out who your photog was today, Richard. Uh, that is Mr. Matt Serafin. Oh, the the Big Matt. We call him Big Matt in the traffic center. Big Matt S. Absolutely. Great guy. <laughs> well, yeah. If he, I mean, did you uh, the, the rapid COVID test, was that the swab in the nose? How did they do the rapid one? It was. They, um, um, the nurse came out and put it right up my nose, and then disappeared in the RV and came back out 15 minutes later. Excellent. I've, and I've had, because, because of what I do, I have been you know, around a lot of people covering protests and riots and the legislature. Sure. So this is, this is number four for me. Fi- final question for Richard Elliott from Channel 2. Coming down on Air Force One, confirm Kelly Leffler. Uh, who else was on that, uh, on that flight? Do we know? I'm going to tell you I don't know. Okay. So... Where what happened was is we get 
when it took a long time to work all this out, but I wound up going into a little 10 by 10 tent outside the facility that had air conditioning in it. And I didn't even get to see the plane land, so I didn't see who came off. Fair enough. But you got a swab in the nose, and you got to be on the Mark Aram Show all in one night. So Mark Aram Show, interviewing the president, swab in the nose. Top three things in Richard Elliott's day. Richard, appreciate it as always, buddy. Always a pleasure. Take care, man. Uh, we'll come back. 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram Show. A uh, quick update on, uh, of all things, Ronnie Millsap, uh, Deborah Green. So I can't uh, tweet out right now because I'm a verified account, but I can get mentions. Uh, a couple of things. I was wrong. Ronnie Millsap with, is still with us. He's 70, oh, yeah. yeah, he's 77 years old. He was blind, born blind from birth, apparently. Oh, okay. And he was shunned by his mom because she thought that was a punishment from God. Understandable. That's uh, I'm just that's going. Good to see that's out on Twitter. That's out on Twitter, but I can't tweet out anything. Um, all right, so here's what I want to talk about: it, it, the delayed sh- start to the show here. And again, we still have that severe thunderstorm warning for Fayette and Spalding counties till seven fifteen. Um, ironically, so President Trump today was speaking at the UPS um, headquarters, right? And it was so funny as I was coming out to come to the show today. I uh, passed in my neighborhood. This is amazing. A UPS truck, a FedEx truck, and an Amazon Prime truck. Like, they all three were making deliveries in my neighborhood at the one time. I've never seen that. It's like... Were they all going to your place? No. <laughs> you know, none, thankfully, to, to my place. Uh, but I'd never seen that. It was like seeing the Comet, the 6,000-year Comet. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen... Like, you see all of them at staggered times. Right. All three delivering packages at the same time in my neighborhood. And I thought to myself, do those, do those guys, like, dislike each other? You know, like if a FedEx truck is driving down the street and a UPS truck is driving down the street, like do they shoot each other dirty looks? And do they both both really hate the Amazon Prime little trucks now? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Is there is there like a business like a feud? Yeah, like a business beef going on. Or speaking of trucks, let's just say in your neighborhood, Longoria, one of your neighbors has a dish network over, uh, d- installing a dish, and the other one has uh, what's the other satellite? TV company, Dish Direct TV. Direct TV. Like, do those do those people hate each other? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or pizza drivers? Like, does the Domino's guy hate the uh, Papa John's guy? Like, I want to know in your business, do you have uh, business beef with your competitor? Are Whatever. you sure you don't have coronavirus? Because yesterday yeah. it was like solo cups and <laughs> no. This, I mean, you're coming up with some weird stuff. Because in radio, so back when I first started here, we had beef with. Um, WGST. Well, yeah, your competitors yes. usually, but yeah. well, um, those are competitors. FedEx yeah, but I just don't think that they care. Like, I don't think the don't drivers know. really care that well, that's, much. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> like, so, oh, I really hate that UPS guy. That's that's what I'm. I want to find out. I'm curious, Longoria. Uh, you know, in 1998, like it was, it was there was definitely radio station beef between us and WGST, and uh, they're they're doing something now. They just flip flip formats. Um, but not anymore, really. Like, there's no. I have friends at just about every radio station in the market. I mean, obviously our sister stations, B ninety eight and Kiss and the River, but like other like the sports talk stations. I got friends that work there. Rock stations, the urban like I I don't feel any animosity toward anyone else in the radio business in Atlanta. I think we've all kind of jumped around and maybe have worked together at one point too. There's a lot of cross pollination. Maybe not for you. I mean, I, I that's how I know a lot of sure. other people at stations. Yeah. yeah. So I I mean I don't have that. And in TV, the same thing. Like, I mean, it's com- it's a competitive, you know, you want to be the best TV station. You're the best news station. But I have friends at every other TV station in town. So we don't have that beef. I just want to talk about business beefs. Longoria thinks I'm crazy, but 
I don't know. I think I think there was some tension today when the UPS FedEx guy and the Amazon Prime guy were all in my neighborhood at, for, at one time. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. What's your profession and what's your business beef and with whom? 404-872-0750. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. to the show and a good Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there at 7.07, 7 minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. The whole gang is here tonight for the most part. Uh, Deborah Green produces the show. Longoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low T. Chuck is on paternity leave. So Crystal Catfish Wheeler is screening your calls. Please be nice. Coming up at 8 p.m., uh, campaign 2020, where Georgia stands, hosted by our buddy Chris Chandler. That is coming up directly after our show. In 30 minutes, Johnny Cabasa will join us with a fast food review. I want to talk about any current business beefs out there. Uh, I left the house today, and for the first time in my neighborhood, I saw a UPS truck, a FedEx truck, and an Amazon truck, delivery truck, all there. And I was like, they got to have beef. There's got to be some sort of beef. Like pilots, Longoria. You go to the airport, and a Delta pilot and like a United pilot are walking down the corridor. They're like, do they shoot each other dirty looks, or is it like, it's you like th- the sharks and the jets and yeah, story? exactly? Does that does that you don't <laughs> think, like coming down? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they throw Biscoff cookies at each other. You don't think that's happening? You don't no, think that? Don't oh, think all right, so. we'll find out. The folks know. I don't know. The folks know. Uh, Dale's in Alpharetta. Dale, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? What's going on, Mark? I'm doing great, bro. How are you? Excellent. What do you got on a business beef? All right, man. I'm a coffee guy. And uh, whenever I see other coffee companies or Coca-Cola, I give them a dirty look. I always hold up the loading dock. I take long on the elevator. I give them horrible accounts all the time. I can't stand them because they're our competition. And I love my job. I love my coffee company I work for. We got the best coffee in the land. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking. That's what I'm talking about, Longoria. See, there's legit business beefs out there. This dude, this dude is a ride or die for that coffee. I'm sure. I yes, would love right. to know what it is, but I'm sure you don't want to say on the air. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna put you on hold, um, and tell, tell Catfish what company it is, so I can go out and get some. All right. Awesome, man. I'll send you some for free. Oh my man. All right. 1601 West Peachtree Street, care of the Mark Aram Show. Uh, Deborah Green is probably in charge of the, the gifts that come to the, the station, We're right? technically not allowed to get anything right now. Well, you can mail it. That's fine. Mail us coffee. That's fine. Uh, business beefs. Mark's in Forest Park. Mark, welcome to the program. What's going on, buddy? Hey. Well, I drive from one of the big ones, and in your younger days, you would uh, do different companies or fight for one semi-spot. It was pure glee to uh, beat the competitor to the door. But as you get older and you realize that what's happened to the country, I think there's been a lot more mutual respect. Because a lot of us have been on the front lines of just getting stuff from point A to point B. Now, do you think that's because times have changed or you've changed? Like the younger whippersnappers that drive for your company, do they still have beef, you think? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you get older, you soften a little bit, but 
you know, you got over two million miles under your belt. You know, driving is just not all that. Yeah. It's a job. What was the? When you're young. Oh yeah, there's there's plenty of smack talking and you know that, that's just part of being a man, I guess. You know. Um, there's women too. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to leave the ladies. Yeah, yeah, out. yeah. What was the most extreme thing you did back when you had the business beef with the other companies? Do you remember? When I had my own business, I did things, but when I drive for another company, I do not. Okay, I fair enough. I keep myself in check because it, when names plastered all over the side, that can, you can pay Yeah, no, that. that's that's a good point. All right, good perspective there, Mark. I think that makes sense. When you get older, you you care less, I guess. It's like, oh, well, they got a job to do, and I got a job to do, and we got to put food on the table. Uh, Russ joins us in Gainesville. Russ, come here a minute. I want to talk to you. How are you, Russ? What was the reaction to the new Russ in Gainesville uh, game show yesterday? Oh, my mom loved it. She called me. She heard it. Nice. Mama yeah. Mama Russ loved it. That's good stuff. Uh, you, hey, you brought back some memories today. I wanted to mention something to you real quickly, if I can. Yeah. I used to own a restaurant here you know, back in the 80s, and we had a jukebox. And somebody played a song in there one day, and I loved it. And I used to play that song over and over again to drive the customers nuts. And it was a Ronnie Millsap song. Ronnie Millsap. Thank you. You know that song, it, right? Was it the same song? It, no, it's not that song. This uh-huh. is a rock song called um, She Loves My Car. Listen to it. It's a rock song. It's it's fantastic. It's about the girl loves his car more than she loves him. All right. I've been there before. Yeah, I've been there before, so too, really my cool friend. Song. Yeah, absolutely. Um all right, Russ. Well, you know, I'm, you don't currently have any business beef, right? There's another. There's not another uh, Don Juan of Gainesville that you have beef with or anything, is there? Well, the thing. Let me tell you something. I used to work for this big window washing company called Fish. They're all over the country. Huge, huge business. And I was a salesman. And my dad, he asked me one day, "What? What do they pay you?" I said, ten percent." He said, well, "Why don't you start your own window washing company and keep a hundred percent?" And I thought. That's pretty smart. That is, and that's smart. what I did. I started Diamond Windows, and they tried to sue me, but they didn't. They weren't successful. Well, yeah, no, they threatened it, but I guess the judge threw it out. All right, good uh, judge. But that's what I do. I, I have a window washing company. All right, good stuff, Russ. We'll talk to you tomorrow, buddy. Okay, thanks a lot. All right, there he is, Russ in Gainesville. William is in Forest Park. William, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mark, this is Chef William. How are you doing? Hey, Chef. What's going on, buddy? Hey, doing good. Yeah, there is, uh, you know, when you're younger, that car before, there is beef. I mean, we had it in the kitchens, you know, you get big clients, big catering events. Now that I'm in sales, it's kind of the same way. It's kind of turned into more of competition, friendly competition than actual, you know, beef. But, you know, if I'm trying to land, you know, say, Ted's Montana Grills equipment order, and there's another company that lands it just because they cut their price by 5%. Yeah, you give them dirty looks if you see them out in public. You're like, you know what? You, you know, but it's fun. I mean, it's not really, you know, beef. But, yeah, there are companies out there that, you know, the bigger boys, they'll hold up elevators. They'll knock over people's merchandise. They'll hide merchandise, like in the grocery stores and stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of beef in the big, you know, companies that stock their own shelves well you're not like slashing anyone's tires or anything like no that. no but it's yeah. like you know you put somebody you put a pallet in front of somebody's product <laughs> make them work you know an extra 30 minutes longer to move that out of the way to get their product uh, i i don't know i don't know why it makes me happy to know that that still goes on <laughs> i mean i shouldn't but it makes me it makes me kind of happy that there's still that you know business beef as as i'm calling it i don't know if that's the proper terminology or not 
Close enough. When he worked at Wiener Schnitzel, Longoria, did no, he? No, there was no other hot dog place in the area that was uh, that we were, you know, beefing against. No, there was no other. No hot dog beef beef. You had the monopoly on the. On yeah, we did. Yeah, the... Wiener Schnitzel is the monopoly there in Corpus. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Matthew's in Dawsonville. Matthew, welcome to the show. What's going on, buddy? I, I love the show. i got two points to make. So I'm a welder by trade. And so I had went through some stuff a few months ago and had to get a new job. And I just quickly got a UPS job. And so I worked there for a few months. I said hi to a few FedEx drivers, and they didn't say hi back. I was wondering, I'm like, whoa, what's going on here? You know, I was just trying to be friendly. And and, uh, my person I was driving with said, yeah, we don't do that kind of thing here. No personal courtesy between the drivers. Interesting. So so I believe you're correct on that. Don't let Longoria get you down. (laughs) And we love the the weird topics and everything when it comes to that because when we're driving, we're like, Oh, dude, we love this. We want to hear the next, you know, after the whole commercial break. Excellent. But, uh, se- a second uh, uh, point to make, uh, welder, you go from one welding company to another welding company, every welder is one of those alpha dogs. They think they're welding the best type of thing. So every welder, for the most part, has beef with every welder, unless you're kind of one of those gracious kind of people who likes to teach everybody. Do you? What's so, that show on Showtime with William H. Macy? Um, it's a one word title. Shameless. Shameless. Yeah. Have you seen Shameless, Matthew? I have not seen that. Check it out. So all my welding knowledge comes from the daughter in Shameless who becomes a welder. And that's exactly what you're talking about. Like the welders, they, they all think they're like, they're the best welders out there. It's, that's, it's, that's how it is. A hundred percent in the business. And that's pretty great. You go from like one level, uh, say someone's, uh, a welding or MIG welding, like obviously, there's a beef between TIG and MIG, you know, and oh, yeah. welding obviously. and everything else. So it gets so far into it. It's crazy. Good stuff. Matthew, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling, buddy. Love you guys. Bye. I wonder if there's a, uh, for, you know, I'll just use FedEx and UPS for the example. I wonder if a guy works at FedEx for like 12 years and then applies at UPS. Does UPS go, oh, this is a guy with 12 years, ex- or girl with 12 years experience. This is great. Or they go, ah, oh, no, like tainted. Like, 12 uh, years at FedEx. 12 years with a bad guy. Exactly. Good. I wonder which way it goes on that one. Uh, Brady's in Hushton. Brady, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, good evening. How are y'all? Excellent, Brady. What's going on? Nothing. I, uh, well, driving home, I drive for UPS, and I heard you as soon as I got in the car, so I thought I'd weigh in if I could. Yeah, please. Well, um, to counter the last guy from Dawsonville, I actually am wave at everybody postal service amazon ups or uh, fedex and dhl um i'm in the same area most of the time so i see the same faces and i have no problem with anyone because we're all in the same boat they're all there in the 90 degree heat sweating just like me um i even sometimes if we meet at the same business i'll ask them if they want a water in a cereal bar there's no reason i can't be friendly is that is that because where do you deliver what's your what's your route uh, well, I'm out of the Athens area, and I deliver in Statham, so it's a little, little country podunk town. Well, that's probably that probably factors into it, right? A small town, like as, as opposed to if everyone's right. in downtown Atlanta, it's probably a little more hectic. Um, right. I would imagine. Right. I, I forgot about the postal service. I would imagine that anywhere they, they're just considered neutral, right? No one, no one uh, hates on the on the postal guys. No, um, and actually, to tell you the truth, I didn't know this till I started driving. I've been with the company 16 years. I've been driving about three. So I know the warehouse insides and outs, and I know the driving insides and outs. But uh, UPS has a contract with the Postal Service, so I actually deliver to the post office in Statham every single day and am friends with the postmaster there and friends with several of the carriers. How about that? You, you enjoy your gig, Brady? Um, days like this, 
make me yearn for January and February temperatures. Oh, yeah, um, no doubt. But, and I, I'm not going to lie. I do, I do get a little jealous of the little um, the Amazon vans and the FedEx vans because I know they have air conditioning, but I know that I'm rewarded more financially, if, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. It's so funny you mentioned that. So this morning, in case you didn't know, I do traffic in the mornings for WSB Radio and WSB TV, and there was a crash ramping from 285 north to 75 north in Cobb County. You, you know that intersection, Longoria. The crash involved two Amazon delivery trucks. They hit each other. So I don't know. That might have been like an interpersonal beef, but uh, it was pretty, I mean, it wasn't a bad crash. It was just a little thing, but it was like one Amazon delivery truck hit the other one in the side. I was like, oof, oof, oof. Talking business beefs. Do beef with your competitors in your job, a.k.a. FedEx versus UPS. Coke versus Pepsi. Let me hear from the uh, soda delivery guys out there and ladies. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Business beef. Do you have some? Did you have some? Deborah Green, you work at our sister station, 97.1 The River. Do you have beef with uh, other rock stations in town? No, I think, you know, we all used to work together. So we all kind of have that, you know, we're in the same boat. Yeah, Yeah. luckily. A lot of incestual stuff going on in radio and television, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, you know what I mean, like work. Yeah, yeah. we all work. We've all worked together at one point. Exactly (laughs) right. Uh, 404-872-0750. Richard's in Cartersville. Richard, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing? What's going on, buddy? Well, uh, I, I, I used to work for a, uh, a taxi cab company. I drive big trucks now, but I, uh, there were two main taxi cab companies in our my town here, and one was all radio dispatch, and the other one we uh, we were all dispatched by by cell phone and tablet, and uh, they always they always got really mad and and and. Uh, pissed off at us because they uh, said we were monitoring the radio and jumping their calls. And um, I almost gotten a couple of pretty good scraps because of that, but we did take a lot of their calls. That's I've heard that before. The, the There's a movie about it, DC Cab. Did you ever see the movie DC Cab? No, I never have. Oh, you got to go watch it. Uh, who's in it? Um, Gary Busey, um, Mr. T., uh, who else is it? it was, it's funny. It's about the DC cab wars, and yeah, like that. That was used to be a rough, rough business between the cab companies. Grant's in Decula. Grant, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, I was listening, and I listen every night uh, when I get home from work. But uh, I wasn't going to call in tonight. But you, you said uh, something came up that I had to call in. Uh, I used to work for UPS uh, about twenty-five years ago uh, at the Pleasantdale Hub. And uh, there was a guy I worked with there, and we we were drivers, and he also worked at FedEx part time. Now I don't know if UPS knew that, <laughs> but he he I think he just and, and I'm pretty sure he was either neutral or just all about the money. He could it wasn't loyal to anybody except for the almighty dollar. That but happened yeah. here. Um, there was this was oh man probably 15 or 20 years ago. There was a guy that worked part time. And I'm not even going to say what department, but he was also working part-time at another radio radio uh, station in that department. And he just didn't tell. And then they found out, and they're like, well, sorry, dude, we got to let you go. Uh, we're going to come back after news, weather, and traffic, talking about business beefs, plus Johnny Kilbasa with a faster review. And don't forget, coming up at 8 o'clock, Campaign 2020, where Georgia stands. 
a special presentation hosted by Chris Chandler on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Hey, everybody. This is Steve Gutenberg, and you are listening to The Mark Aram Show. Keep listening. Thanks, Steve. Uh, Rain and heavy in Midtown. It has cooled things down, down 10 degrees since we came on the air earlier. It was a nine on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. Longoria, chill out. It's down to a six. You can go outside now, big fella. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Johnny Kilbasa joining us in just a minute with a fast food review. Talking about uh, business beefs in your industry, in your job, do you beef with other folk like uh, Waffle House, Huddle House employees, Burger King, McDonald's employees, Walmart. Oh, I bet Walmart Target has a beef. By the way, Walmart's now requiring masks at all locations. And Kroger is now requiring masks at all locations. So the anti-maskers, you're losing this fight, my friends. You're losing this fight. Uh, 404-872-0750. Dan joins us in Duluth. Duluth. Duluth is on fire. Dan, welcome to the show. How you doing? What's up, brother? Fire versus police. Really? Well, it good-natured. Okay. Stuff is absolutely hilarious, like applications for the other job left on seats at a scene with Nate with notes of encouragement you know <laughs> we know you but are the best one is you know at a fire scene you take the hose up to the police officer go you know you want to touch it I know you do Come on. <laughs> one of the biggest events every year when I was growing up was the annual firefighters policeman baseball game they would actually have it at Yankee Stadium and they took that thing really seriously. Like, they would bring in ringers. I mean, it was a big deal. So, yeah, I guess that. But as long as it's good-natured, right? I don't think there's – they're getting, they're not getting in bar fights over this, right? Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. This is – we got each other's back. But, gosh, some of the stuff is just funny that no one else sees. And you got the paramedics on the side. They're just saying, all right, we'll, we'll clean up the mess when you guys are done. Yeah, we're all, we're, we're all against <laughs> the paramedics. <laughs> Too funny. Dan, appreciate it, buddy. Uh, Steve's in Noonan. Steve, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Yes, hello. Hello, hey, Steve. Um, I used to work for Pepsi up in Maryland, and um, I got along with just more with really everybody except for the, the Coke guy. He was just a jerk. So I ended up taking all of his major stops away from him by Ooh. just out-servicing him. And, you know, and I let things fall where they fell, and, well, he, he was no longer around. That was that was more of a personal thing though. The guy was a jerk. It wasn't really you you didn't Right. Yeah. Now the only fun we did have is with the Frito Lay guy. We'd all be at the same stop at the same time, a bunch of us. <laughs> the guys would get in his truck, steal it, go oh hide it around God. the corner. Yeah. And he'd come out, Where's my truck? The poor <laughs> the poor for everyone picks on the Frito Lay guy. That's that's I mean, he's got those uh what are those those Fritos? Oh my God. Those little uh, corn chips—is that what they're yeah, called? Fritos. Yeah. Do they have those in the Mexican culture? Are those a thing? Is that Fritos? Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, but did you grow up on them, or yeah. is that a, an American invention? No, my mom eats them with a Whataburger. Oh yeah. She grew up eating like back then they wouldn't give her fries, so she just got the Whataburger and then like Fritos when she was growing up. Like, so, they, what do you mean they were the racist? Like, no, 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 her parents. Oh, like, my, my, my grandparents. Like, like, sorry, senorita, no, 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 no fries no, for no, you. No, no, <laughs> like, she would only have the hamburger. So now when she gets it, she has to have Fritos and French fries because that's adorable. Yeah. yeah. That's adorable. All right. 404 872 WSB Talk. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the Fast Food Review. 
Joining us live, oh my voice cracked, live on the greasy salty hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight, oof, we do not want to know, Johnny Kielbasa and the ever so popular fast food review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram, and we, as we all know, two wrongs don't make a right, and in the better days, three lefts would have got you from the Pink Pony parking lot to the Cristal on North Druid Hills. Of course, that's not an option anymore, but Cristal is back at it with something I think all of you are going to overlook and not want. <laughs> okay. I love the little sandwiches that they have at Crystal, but hey, what about chicken strips? How about an order of four chicken strips on your way through the drive-thru at Crystal? Maybe you don't have enough room for all the little crystals, chicks that you want to eat, and you just feel like getting, I don't know, ice cream parlor level chicken strips. Go ahead and find these new southern fried chicken strips. They come with a sweet and tangy sauce, and you get four of them for about the same price as you would get three at uh, Arby's with their chicken strips that they're messing around with. But, hey. Kind of cornmeal-y, kind of peppery, not too zesty, not too awesome at all. I hate to give Crystal a bad review. This is just kind of like a meh. Meh. Are they small like the sliders, or are they like regular-sized chicken tenders? Yeah, they're, they're, they're bigger than bar, uh, Burger King chicken fries, but smaller than like a, a pub chicken finger. They're like right in the middle. All right, so not nothing to you go out of your eat- Nothing to go out of your way for, but if you're there, give them a try, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's not very often that you find Crystal coming out with something new, so I at least like to take a look at it. And it's not bad by any means. But are you really going to go to Crystal to get chicken strips? Well, that's the problem. So. See, I have such order loyalty with Crystal. Like, I know what I get during for breakfast, and I know what I get for dinner and lunch. Like, I've, I, I'm pretty loyal to the order that I get for the last 25 years. So I might get my normal order and then throw on a side, like give me an order of those just to try, but I'm not going to blow up my whole order just for these things. No, no, I'm still going to get a dozen crystal chicks regardless, yeah, even ex- if I do have exactly room for right. in the bag. Like I'll mix up my order at McDonald's and Burger King. Chick-fil-A, I'm pretty, uh, pretty stoic, Longoria. I, I always order the same thing. But, uh, yeah, crystal the same way. Give me the, give me the crystal chicks. Give me those sunrisers, but I'll try the chicken uh, tenders. I, I'm on Crystal's website right now. I have not yet tried the banana pudding milkshake that you mentioned. I get it. You know what? Maybe I'll have yeah, Crystal. Well. Yeah. I'm sorry. I've been slacking, Johnny K. I've been slacking, my friend. <laughs> it makes a great breakfast, Mark. All right. Hey, did you get the buck that I that you requested from me? I did. We're in business. Thanks all right. Well, se- se- then send me a, a bigger request, all right? Oh, okay. We'll do. All right. I'm waiting on that. Johnny K, we appreciate you as always. And? If the cholesterol is high, baby, so them high. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram and listen to the Soft to Touch podcast on any pod app or johnnykielbasa.com. All things Kilbasa on johnnykielbasa.com. Appreciate you, bro. Anytime, bro. Uh, I didn't bring up your mom and the Fritos and, and uh, oh, okay. the restaurants in the 70s not yeah. giving her fries. <laughs> <laughs> no, ma'am. You can't. No, you can't. Yeah. Those, those were rough days. Yeah. We're past that. It's 2020 now. It is, it Your is. mom can get fries if she, she wants. She can. Uh, Morgan joins us in Gainesville. Morgan, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. How are you? Hey, Mark. Doing good. How about you? Excellent. What's cooking? Well, so it's not really uh, business related, but more related. Okay. So talking the difference between kayaking and rowing. There's a beef so, between the kayakers and the rowers. There's a beef. I want to um, know about I, this. I don't understand it, but I've been a kayaker most of my life. Um, 
you know, I'm talking about sprint kayaking. So that's not, you know, when you think kayaking, you're thinking whitewater rapids, whatever. But I do sprint kayaking, which is um, we do it on the same course as rowing. So think about rowing. What do you say rowing? What are you talking about exactly? Paint me a picture. Yeah, yeah, rowing. You know, like they're sitting there. (laughs) Like a rowboat? (laughs) Yeah, a rowboat. school didn't have rowing? Yeah, but I mean like the crew team or like Longoria in a rowboat? Okay, crew. Okay, gotcha. Okay, now I I can picture it. (laughs) Crew versus kayakers. Crew versus kayakers. All right. And so I was um, on the Olympic level, lived at the Olympic Training Center in Chula Vista for for about five years. You know, did it my whole life. Oh, wow. Um, And for whatever reason, um, we train on the same course as rowers. We do everything, you know, almost race the same distances. But for whatever reason, you know, the rowers just think they're better than us, man. I don't know. That is weird. I'll tell you. Well, you know what? That makes sense. So my where I went to college was uh, right on the Hudson River, and we had like a big crew team, like, and they thought their blank did not stink. They were like, oh, Oh, well, well, you know what? But I mean, it was tough. They would get up at like four in the morning to practice out on the river. I'm telling you, man. Never do the same thing. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I. uh, What about do you do you ever kayak just for to relax, like? You know, just like, I, I can't do that. Yeah, Either understood. Uh, understood. If I get in a kayak, I, I have to go fast. I went kayaking once, and I was kind of uh, nervous about it because, you know, I, the kayak I was in—I mean, it wasn't a professional kayak; it was like a plastic thing. But like, you're tucked in there, and if that thing flips, like, it's tough to get out of those things. You weren't in a rapid, though, were you? No, I was, I was in the uh, Atlantic Ocean. Oh yeah, in the ocean, it'd be yeah. A little scary. Yeah, it was a little scary, but I mean, I enjoyed it, but. Uh, yeah. All right. Appreciate it. Who knew? Who knew Longoria that there's beef yeah. between kayakers no and idea. crewers? Uh, Paul's in Lilburn. Paul, welcome to the show. Hey, greetings, Mark. What up, buddy? So you mentioned DC Cab. Yes. <laughs> and I've got some some Jews news for you. Jews nugget. <laughs> you remember the the twin brothers? Yeah, yeah. The lip, the weightlifting brothers. That's that's the the barbarian brothers, uh, Peter and David Paul. Straight out of uh, Hartford, Connecticut. No kidding. Yes, sir. And they're, they've been friends of mine since 1984. That is amazing. Where do they live now? Well, one of them is in Randolph, Vermont, and unfortunately, my friend David just died. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Did they ever? Yeah, did just, they ever go on to do other acting after that? Uh, they did some acting afterward. Uh, David was a fantastic artist and photographer. If you ever Google David Paul photography. You will see some of the most unbelievable stuff you've ever seen. I will do that tonight. I have some Free. homework. <laughs> well, that's very cool. What a small world. Excellent. Yeah. Jews news. Jews nuggets. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, yeah. If you haven't, I mean, listen, it's a cheesy 80s movie about a cab beef. All right. So don't have great expectations on this movie. I mean, you said Gary Busey and yeah, Mr. T. Exactly. So. <laughs> you know where it is. But it was, I mean, it's an entertaining movie. There's a love story in there. There's, it's good stuff. It's about an entrepreneur, Longoria. Mm-hmm. You know, Wojciechowski from uh, Barney Miller was, was one of the, in there as well. It's a, it's a fun run. Uh, Marcus joins us in Atlanta. What's going on, Marcus? I can't complain, Mr. Mark. How are we doing tonight? Excellent. Uh, anyway, the reason why I was calling was, uh, I heard uh, one of your other um, callers talking about uh, UPS, uh, driving for UPS, and then becoming a welder. Yeah. Well, I'm on a double dedicated run for two different uh, UPS hubs, the one out of Atlanta and the one in Jacksonville. And my constant uh, running into those, I found out that there's actually some inner beef between the drivers at these hubs. 
whether they were from over-the-road hires or they were transfers from the inner building into the driving positions. Interesting. There's an actual, there's an actual beef going on between those. And uh, it's kind of funny to see it from my perspective, being an outside contractor. But uh, I, I actually close thought, to a couple of guys. Speaking of driving, I actually thought there'd be beef between Uber and Lyft drivers. But, like, the last three Uber drivers I've, I've been with all also drive for Lyft. Like, they're, they're double dipping. Whatever is going on, whatever they can get the higher rate, they switch back and forth. I would imagine, though, like, Uber Eats and Grubhub drivers. Like, I could see them, like, in a Mad Max situation, driving down Peachtree, going to Alex Williams' house to bring him his Taco Mac and, like, banging into each other. Like, that I could see some beef. Grubhub, DoorDash, and, and Uber Eats drivers, I bet they all despise each other. All right, we're finishing up with your uh, business beefs calls. Uh, 404-872-0750. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram, but I can't tweet right now. I'm on lockdown. This is The Mark Aram Show on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Final segment of the broadcast uh, tomorrow on the show. We got uh, little Sanjay, would you rather, right? And stick around, coming up at 8 Campaign 2020, Chris Chandler hosting a special uh, election edition here on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Michael is in Milton. Michael, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? Doing well, Mark. Thank you for having me on. My absolute pleasure. Thanks for listening, buddy. What's up? I work for Snap-on Tools, and uh, Snap-on Tools is in competition. Well, not really, but uh, we have some... uh, Right. We have some uh, uh, other guys out there that drive Matco and Mac trucks and uh, sometimes Cornwell, and they have a pretty pretty good little rivalry going. I used to work with a guy at a bowling alley, and uh, he was an interesting character. And I forgot we were talking about one night, and he, uh, you know, we were closing the bowling alley. And uh, he was like, you know, if I ever go to jail, it's going to be for stealing a snap-on tool truck. I was like, I was like, what? He goes, I, I can't, like, every time I see one, I just want to steal it so I can get all the tools inside. I was like, yeah. all right, buddy. Uh, that's good to know. I didn't know that until that point. I didn't know they were, uh, you know, so valuable. Oh, sure. Those guys got hundreds of thousands of dollars. On yeah. It's like, this guy was like, I, I'm in college. This guy was like 55. And he was like daydreaming about <laughs> yeah, his retirement. He was living that dream. He was like, I'm going to steal that snap-on tool truck. I'm like, all right. Ah, what was his name? I'll never remember that. Craig's in Monroe, Georgia. Craig, welcome to the Mark Aram Show. Thanks, Mark. So I used to work for a ABC and Fox station, and our big rivalry was the um, CBS station. Um, I first directed the morning news there, and then I uh, was a broadcast engineer. On the news side, it was a big rivalry back and forth who was going to get the stories and such. Uh, But the funny thing was on the uh, broadcast side, uh, not so much, actually. Um, We would actually help each other out. Yeah, that's. I think that's commonplace. Behind the scenes, there's really, you know, it's like we're all in this together. And, And I don't think, I don't know, I'm not on the third floor that much. But like the uh, the traffic guys on the other stations and gals, like I talk to them all the time. Like there's no, I don't have beef with the the with Crash Clark or Katie Beasley. I mean we're 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 pals. So I don't that didn't used to be the way for sure back in the business. And when I started, I mean man, Captain Herb and Lance, uh, not Lance Armstrong, Locker. <laughs> not no. Lance Armstrong, Captain Herb and Keith Callen. 
They were the tr- the big traffic reporters, her, Captain Herford WSB and uh, Keith Callen for WGST, and oh, they were they would battle. They had, I mean, not I don't think it ever came to fisticuffs, but like on air, just going back and forth, back and forth. Uh, I guess thankfully we have no competition here in, to, in 2020. Rest in peace to the uh, failed startups talk stations that <laughs> made a run at the at the crown. Uh, maybe I'll give them star of the show. Probably not. I will send them a and case now, of Goya Black Are you Black guys beans. ready for the Mark Aram star of the show? In case they're having a uh, difficult time finding finding gigs. Uh, wow, star of the show. Uh, you know what? Give it to Nicole Bennett. She edited really well on the 80s music during um, yeah, Morning Match she Game. knew a lot more than I thought she would. Yeah, she, well, I let her pick the category. I don't usually do that, but I want yeah, to make... Yeah, but 80s, I mean... Yeah, she was not born yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted her her make her feel comfortable because I like having her on, and she's always hesitant to come on. So, uh, Nicole Bennett, I will let you pick the category next time since I, I gave you star of the show. All right, coming up, Chris Chandler, Campaign 2020. Hopefully, Twitter will activate my account again at some point. Uh, we can chat on Twitter at Mark Aram, uh, Instagram at Mark Aram, and Mark Aram WSB on Facebook. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity. The future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.